Welcome to this episode of Danzanru Origin Stories, where we ask members of our Danzanru community to share about how they got started in the arts, their origin story. I'm your host, Hilary Kaplowitz, Sensei of Pacific Jiu-Jitsu Kai and a professor of Danzanru Jiu-Jitsu with the American Judo and Jiu-Jitsu Federation. We're joined by Professor Troy Shehorn of the American Judo and Jiu-Jitsu Federation and Senpai of Medford Judo Academy in Phoenix, Oregon. Welcome. Well, thank you, Hillary. Glad to be here. Well, glad to have you. I'm going to go ahead and jump into the first question. So how long have you been training in Donzonru Jiu-Jitsu? Well, I originally stepped on the mat in 1976 when I was 12. Um, I didn't have very good attendance back then. I missed quite a few classes, took a lot of breaks. And somewhere around 1980, I'm not sure the exact date, I started taking my training seriously and um, been with it ever since. Wow. Yeah, that's that's a, a lifetime of jujitsu. I started when I was a kid also. So I um, I really appreciate that. Can you tell us about your first day in Danzanru, how old you were? Where was it, and who was the sensei? Well, I was 12 years old, 1976. Um, my mother took me to the dojo, and um, back then it was Sensei Larry Nolte, and I remember him getting me on the mat, and we worked kicking drills, walking up and down the mat. I'm not sure if I did very well, probably not, but I still remember him um, telling me to raise my leg higher and... and um, step a certain way as we're going up and down the mat. Uh, that's awesome. I love those first memories. Um, tell us, what made you want to start training in martial arts? Uh, it all started with my mother. Um, she actually worked as a meat wrapper um, with another lady. And um, my sensei, uh, Larry Nolte, was actually a meat cutter part-time at Safeway. And her co-worker had her son in the uh, dojo there. And she talked my mom into bringing me down and um, got me going on the mat. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So we heard about your first day. Can you describe one of your earliest memories of jiu-jitsu training? Well, let's see here. Um, I remember when I was young on the Tuesday night class, it wasn't Professor Nolte teaching. It was um, one of his assistant instructors. Um, we used to do a lot of push-ups, and me being a young kid that was extremely out of shape, I didn't do push-ups very well. And we would do sets of 20 after all the regular exercises, but one set we had to go over to what we called the red carpet, which was actually the cement that was painted red, and do our knuckle push-ups on that. I couldn't even crank out one. And then he used to do a lot of sit-ups. I believe it was between 120 and 200 sit-ups, and I probably couldn't crank out five when I first started. And it was very hard. I remember that, along with some of the rolls and falls. But eventually, I got to the point where I can do them. Another early memory that I have was I was a blue belt, and that particular night, it was just Sensei and me on the mat. And we worked on Makikomi, which was one of my problem arts. And we were throwing back and forth most of the night. And at one point, I got tired of it and asked him if we can do another throw. And he said no. And we <laughs> continued working on that throw. Um, I wasn't the happiest of camper, but looking back on it, 
I got a lot of practice and I learned how to do that throw that night. Oh, that's a great story. It tells us a little bit about your sensei too. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite list or technique to practice? Uh, that, that's a hard one. Um, it changes over time. If you would have asked me that, you know, 40 years ago, I would have told you Nagi. Um, I think today, if I had to pick some favorite list, it would probably be um, what we call the uh, Goshen Jitsu now or um, Shinin. I just like the intensities of the list and what they provide. As far as favorite techniques, um, I'm going to have to say my two problem arts back in the day, which was Makikomi and Hani Goshi. Um, I worked at them so much for so long that they're now considered my pet peeves and one I like the most. I love how the, those can just turn around like that. It's great. Um, tell me now, what has been your most challenging thing about training? Throughout the years, um, I'm going to have to say making it to class. Uh, you know, life gets in the way. Uh, things happen, work, events. You know, it, it's just so hard to get to class sometimes. And you, you don't want to miss those classes. And... I think that's the hardest thing for me, just making it to class. And once you get there, you're glad you're there. For sure. For sure. Turn now to um, what, tell us about your proudest moment in your jujitsu career. Oh, wow. So many of them. Um, <laughs> let's see. There, there's more than one. And again, that changes over time. Uh, for me personally, I remember getting my dojo ranked black belt like it was yesterday. Um I didn't know I was going to get promoted, and we just went through a whole series of testing where people got promoted, and he promoted, I think, somebody to a brown belt, and I'm standing with the rest of the brown belts there, and he's real quiet for a while, and then all of a sudden, he calls me up and um, presents me my black belt, and that was a bit of an emotional moment. Then um, a few months later, I tested for the AJJF black belt. And something that's still stuck in my brain is when I went up or got called up to uh, receive my certificate in that, like any other um, promotion, Sensei goes up there with me and gets my certificate and black belt and hands it to me. And then he puts his arm on me and he said, are you ready? And me being in a, a daze on what's going on there, I go, yeah, not knowing what's going on. Next thing I know, I'm flying through the air and I land on the floor. <laughs> and that pretty much stuck in my brain there. Um, another proud moment is when I made professor. Um, I think my biggest proudest moments is when I started the kids class many years ago and promoting my very first yellow belt. <laughs> and I, I remember that. And then as students progress on and they graduate into the adult class, um, you get attached to them and proud of them as they're progressing. And then you get your first green belt and brown belt and black belt. And th there's all very proud moments. Yeah, there's just so much in jujitsu to be proud about. So that's awesome to hear all those stories. After all these years of training, what is it about jujitsu that keeps you interested? The people and the way I can just continue training at all times. Um, the more I study jujitsu, the more I realize how much I don't know and how much more I have to learn. I can continue refining every art that I have and continuing on along with learning new things. And 
you know, with everybody getting older, they have to change how they do things. So it, it's a never ending process of improving yourself. Exactly. Uh, I really like the way you said that. Thanks. Um, now, if you could go back in time and give yourself advice early in your jujitsu career, what would you say to yourself? Start earlier. Don't miss those um, classes. Don't have those big gaps in time between classes. Don't miss the clinics. Train harder and take better notes. There you go. There you go. Well, that's good advice. Um, that's kind of the end of the formal questions that I have for you. My last one really is, is there anything else you want to share about your origin story or your experiences doing Danzan Ru Jiu-Jitsu? Well, I've had a lot of experiences. Um, I remember one time there was a movie company coming through town to make a, a low-budget martial art movie about jiu-jitsu. And somehow we got affiliated with that, and we went to a school gym where they were trying to cast some extras in there. And I know there was a bunch of other martial arts styles there with the mat out there doing their interpretation of jujitsu. Then my partner and I went out there and we didn't find any room on the mat. So we went on the gym floor and started throwing Nagi. Uh, we made a big scene and somebody came running over and told us to stop and to please go on the mat because they didn't want us to get hurt. So we got room on the mat and we started throwing. And the next thing you know, we're encircled by everybody just watching us do our techniques. They were in awe. The star of the show, who I don't know who it was, was a very high-ranking black belt in judo. And at one point, I threw this Hani Goshi, and he walked by and stopped and said, good throw, and just continued on. So you know, that meant a little something to me, although I didn't know who that was. <laughs> That's so cool. Did you ever see what the, the movie was? Did you ever get to see it? I never saw it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I never was. Uh, I never did get uh, casted in it. And um, I never took time to see it. <laughs> got any other stories for us? Well, we'll go back to the one where I got thrown on my um, promotion at the convention. Um, after I got thrown, I got up. The crowd went wild or the people at the banquet. And the next day, all I heard about was, you know, you were the guy who got thrown. You were the guy who got thrown in my nice new suit and everything. And it stuck with it for about a couple of years. Then I was at a convention, I'm going to say three, four years later, and I'm on the mat working out. And there's this uh, professor over there watching me. And he didn't really know me at the time. And he's staring at me and he goes, you're a Nolte student. And I go, yeah. He goes, I can tell by the way you throw. And didn't you get thrown at convention a few years ago? Nice. Mm -hmm. And then who was that professor? That was Professor Jenkins. Nice. Well, I'd love to hear uh, like maybe one more story and maybe something about your sensei. Here's a heartwarming story. Um, right after I got married many years ago, we didn't have any money and we had just moved into our house, which had one tiny little heater in it and a wood stove. He showed up one day that we got a housewarming present for you. He had a full cord of wood for us. 
Uh, he's quite the person and very charitable. And I still remember that to this day. And um, that wood kept us warm for quite a while. Oh, that's a great story. I love it. And I can't think of any more at the moment. Um, <laughs> oh, that's totally fine. That's great. Um, well, I, you know, I just really want to thank you for taking the time to share your origin story, uh, getting to know you a little bit more. And um, I'm looking forward to many more, more years of training. All right. Thank you, Hillary. Thanks a lot.